As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to the show. I am here with my very good friend and biz bestie, biz partner in all things business. Not quite life. (laughs) (laughs) Friendship, all the things. Nikki Nash. Hi, everyone. I love us being together and doing things like this. We're actually in person. So if you're listening to this, I don't know, you may see some video clips on Instagram or on stories, Facebook stories or something or reels. Um, But Nikki is in town in Tampa. We just wrapped up a three-day mastermind. Nikki and I are in a mastermind together called the Family Mastermind, and it is real estate-based. And you might be thinking, what do you do in real estate and why are you in a real estate mastermind? We'll get to that. We're going to tell you all the the inside scoop, give you some of our honest thoughts on the whole experience, um, some of the similarities of other masterminds we've been in, some of the differences, things that we really, really liked, uh, what we would love to see more people do. And um, we're going to talk about the power of masterminding. So if you are in a mastermind currently, or you are thinking about joining a mastermind, we want to make sure that you are choosing the one that works really well for you. So we're going to talk about what you should be looking for before you join one. You should absolutely be vetting the masterminds that you are stepping into. And we are also going to talk about how to really optimize and maximize your experience when you're in that mastermind and the mentality and perspective you want to have coming into it. We're going to chat about that. We've each come up with a list of like, you know, two, three or four things a piece um, that we really want to share. So we'll, we'll break that down and we'll give it to you. So uh, we're excited. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's start with this, Nikki. So I, just so you guys know, like a little bit of background, uh, I'll try to keep the story like super, super short, but one of my clients referred a guy to me. I had no idea who this guy was. And uh, he is in the real estate industry, but that's not why we were connected because I don't do anything in real estate yet. Yes. <laughs> Big yet. Yes. I'm pulling her in, guys. Nikki does. Uh, you'll get to hear more about that. And uh, he wanted to talk to me about scaling, like scaling a company because he was going to write this book. He was going to do this whole podcast series on scaling. And so he wanted to talk about that. And so I was like, well, tell me your whole story. And uh, he was telling me, you know, his background is in real estate, real estate investor, real estate developer, and a lot of people in many industries, not just real estate, but a lot of industries, they build these insanely successful businesses in their field of expertise. And then they build out an education or coaching arm to their business because what they're finding is they can actually make just as much, if not more money from the coaching side of the business. And in fact, it's actually less overhead for them when it's compared to the company that they originally built. So he was telling me this whole story of how he was building it and it totally imploded um, because of some of the mistakes and decisions that he made. And so then it was my turn to share my story. So I started talking to him about what I do and blah, blah, blah. Fast forward at the end of the conversation, I think we stayed on the call a little over an hour and he goes, you got to meet this guy because he's really connected to a 
a lot of folks in the real estate industry who have education businesses. And I was like, wow, that many people in real estate have education-based businesses. I was like, cool, connect me with this guy. Two days later, I have a call with the guy. Um, His name is Matt Andrews. And we're just like chatting. I think we stayed on the call for an hour. It was supposed to be 30 minutes. And he goes, and I'll be really honest, like part of the conversation thought, it sounded like he was just trying to get me to join his mastermind program. And so we ended up kind of coming up with this really great collaborative deal where we could come in and consult them on their mastermind. We get a spot in the mastermind and get to enjoy that whole entire experience. This was only about, this was in January. This was like early to mid January, this happened. So I've actually only been on three calls in this mastermind and just had the live event. I invited Nikki to come down from New Jersey to come to the event. And so, so that's what we just did. We just attended this mastermind event with probably, I don't know how many people, 150 or about 150. Yeah. Yeah, 150. So, so I'm going to turn it over to you. So how, how about we start here? Let's start with like, let's define what a mastermind is and let's define what a group coaching program is, because I think in the coaching space and education space, those are, they just overlap a lot and people call one thing and they don't really know what it is. And then just right on the heels of that, and you can kick it off. Let's just talk about our experience, our personal experience at this mastermind. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, you know, first in terms of defining masterminds, you know, many of us have heard Napoleon Hill's definition of a mastermind. And I think as we've um, kind of grown over time, the word has been used in a lot of different ways, like as the industry of coaching and education and things. But to me, the core premise of a mastermind is you're bringing together almost like a board of directors to come in and consult, advise, guide you through a challenge or a problem or a vision that you have. And it's kind of the idea of, you know, multiple brains are better than one. And it's not supposed to be necessarily like a million brains, but you bring together a small group of people And you talk about like where you're going or where you'd like to go. And they all kind of come in with their expertise and and things along those lines. Mm -hmm. And I think from a group programs perspective, a group program is traditionally, hey, I want to be here, point B. I am currently at point A. And it's like GPS. And it's like, we are going to guide you through the milestones of how to get from one place to another. And there'll be specific levels of support to get you there. And you're following this methodology in a group setting. Mm-hmm. And so I think today what's interesting and cool is that there's a lot of hybrid approaches. And so you'll have um, a number of masterminds that are have educational pieces to it, um, you know, live event components to it, all these other things. And you have group programs that may have elements of other, uh, like may have elements of courses and elements of other things together. Um, so there's a bit of a hybrid, but that's how I look at them. Yeah. I think one of the biggest distinctions, and you said it, group, like a traditional group coaching program is curriculum based. Yeah. There's a step-by-step, you, you know, methodology, you use the word methodology. It's like, there's a step-by-step curriculum where there's a portal, you log into it, you're watching a series of videos, you're downloading modules, you're then turning around and you're executing on that, you're implementing that, then you come to a call, you get support from the coaching team, they're coaching you during that call, there's probably a lot of mindset coaching, because we know that mindset's driving our behavior. So if you're in a group coaching program, and you're being asked to take a certain set of actions to get a certain result, 
because the program promised that, then you probably need a lot of mindset work. You may even have some one-on-one coaching if they have a coaching team, but that's like a super big distinction. In a traditional mastermind, there is no set curriculum. There is no, let me hold your hand while you implement the three activities we've asked you to complete. There's, There's not a definitive promise of a mastermind. There's not like, you're going to be in this mastermind and we're going to promise that you're going to make X amount of dollars while you're in this mastermind, or you're going to create, you're going to build a whole launch strategy. Like that's not, we're not promising anything in there. We're promising you're going to meet really epic people. And if you utilize the group and the resources, you know, yeah, you're going to get amazing value. There's infinite possibilities. And I think that's one of the beautiful things around masterminds is that it's really about building relationships with amazing people that could support you and help you in areas of life and business that you may never have expected for years and years to come. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about the last three days. So, so we're part of this mastermind. They have two live events a year. I think they're going to start doing like some small little breakout types of events, like one, two or three day with a few people, but they, they have two live events that are three days um, each year. And it was a very different experience than traditional, like other masterminds you and I have been a part of Yeah, and different from live events that we have been a part of. So I'll let you talk about your observations. Yeah. You know, I think one of the biggest things for me was how, and I'm going to say what I'm thinking, and then I'm going to speculate on why it was, but how giving people were in the community. And they were very focused on um, how can I support you? Uh, how can I add value to your life? Let me get to know you. Uh, let's build relationships. There's possible opportunities for collaborations. Let's just discuss. Oh my goodness, you do this. You should know Bob over here. I'm making up names. I actually don't think I met anybody named Bob, but like I did. Oh, Meg met Bob. There was Meg a Bob. Met a Bob. So like it's like meet Bob because there's synergies here. And I think it's just such a beautiful thing to see a group of people come together and really just come at everything from the space of you know, I want to pour into you, add value to you, help you connect with you. And I know that whether it's karma or just like the world, like everything's going to come back to me and I'm not even worried about it. So Mm -hmm. let's just see how we can be of value to others. Yeah. That's a big part of this mastermind. And we'll get to some of our points here about the power of a mastermind that that will definitely be one of them. Yeah. The other thing that, you know, this mastermind has men and women, and I'd say it's probably 80% men, 20% women, or even more. Uh, I think it's, I think it might 90%. be 90, 10. Okay. Yeah. So 90% men, 10% women. There's, there's just not as many women in that field or industry, which yeah. is the reason why, uh, I suppose. I think there's more men in the real estate industry. It's a lot of real estate investors. Yeah. Um, so it's more male dominated. But again, what Nikki just said, I think oftentimes we hear this message that, you know, masculine, masculinity, and masculine men aren't giving, aren't nurturing, aren't supportive. It was a complete opposite in this room, wouldn't you say? Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. Like I have never felt more supported than in this room. And I found it fascinating. And just like going out to dinners with people and connecting with people, I'm like, I feel for the first time I can be fully in my femininity in this space and like learn and grow and connect and, and develop with amazing people. And it, and it was connecting with both men and women, but it just mm-hmm. felt like the energy of the space was, was mm-hmm. very much giving and collaborative. And, and yeah. I would agree with you there. Yeah. The other really cool and also interesting, and I, I find this to, to be different and you and I are doing this inside of wealth builders collective. Nikki and I do also have a mastermind. We'll talk about that in a couple of minutes, 
Um, and one of the aspects of the mass, this mastermind that we're talking about at this live event, there were a lot of speakers. Yeah. So each day for the two full day, two full days, Monday, Tuesday, and then today, Wednesday, we had a half day today, the entire morning segment, which was from 830 to 1230, 1245. And then the, and then actually the afternoon segment, all three days, uh, it was speaker after speaker, after speaker, after speaker. And I think each morning we heard eight or nine. Yeah. Guess where they all came from? They're members of the group. They're actual members of the mastermind. And I think that is something that is very missed in the the coaching industry, right? Like for those of you listening to this, Nikki and I both built our businesses in the coaching industry. We have built our entrepreneurial careers in the coaching industry. We didn't start a business in another industry and then start education-based businesses or coaching businesses. And, you know, so much of that traditional coaching industry, it's always bringing in outside experts. Yeah. Well, what if you had a mastermind where all the experts and all the resources you need, they were members of the actual mastermind. And I thought it was so epic because you got to know these people's expertise. You got to know more about their story. And now you know who I, who can I refer to them? Yeah. Can I partner with them in some way? Do I need to hire them? Do I, could they add value to me? Could I add value to them? Versus if you've got a speaker coming in that you're like paying for their flights, paying for their meals, paying for their hotel, paying them 10000 or $50,000 or $100,000 to come speak, like Gary V, yeah. you're never going to get to talk to him ever again. You're never probably never going to get to add value to him again. He's not directly adding value to you. But when the speakers come from the mastermind, from the membership, you're doing business with each other, yeah, which is a cool element. It's so cool. And what I loved about it is that you know we went out to dinner the like on the Monday night with some folks that were ended up speaking on Tuesday. And it's like, we got to know you as a person. We like love you to death. And then you get on stage and you're like, oh my goodness, I now know how I can support you. And I want to, because Mm -hmm. we've built that relationship Mm -hmm. already. And I think it's just such a beautiful thing to have the community be the speakers, be the folks that are sharing their area of expertise, their zone of genius with others and it really, truly um, builds relationships on a completely different level. And it impacts the mm-hmm. mastermind on a different level because it's not, to your point, just, oh, someone came to speak. I maybe got to the mic to ask them a question and then they jetted out. It's, oh, I have someone here who spoke and the speakers all gave out their, they're like, here's my cell phone number, text me, call me, reach out. Here's my right-hand person. If you can't get a hold of me, reach out to them. And it was very much because we're all, in the mastermind together, there are endless possibilities for connection and um, staying in each other's lives. Yeah. The only person they brought in was Kevin Harrington. Yeah. It was one of the original Shark Tanks. And although it was an impactful segment, I couldn't imagine if that whole event had just been people that were brought in because to your point, he had to catch a flight that afternoon. Yeah. So he was in just long enough to sit up there on stage for 30 minutes, then left. So it's not like you got to mingle with him. You're not going to well, actually, there are people in the room that do business with him. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, actually, he's got a partner in the actual in the actual mastermind is one of his business partners. Um, he's got a lot of those and a lot of companies, but it would not have been the same event had there been a bunch of outside experts that who were brought in. It was it would have been a completely different dynamic. Yeah, and I love that that's something that we've been very firm on from the beginning. Like the number of people, and if you're listening to this and you're one of those people, we love you. But the number of people that have said, "Oh my gosh, I love what." you're building with the Wealth Builders Collective. If you need me to come in and speak, I would love to do that. And I'm like, you want to come speak? You got to be a member. Like, join. Come join. join. And period. 
Yep. Come join. Okay. Let's dive into our points here. So Nikki and I sat down in my living room. Look, we have had sensory overload for like the last three days. And we were both sitting on the couch, writing down our notes for this. And we were like, we could like, we didn't have the lights on. We were like, we could just like lay down. Oh my gosh. So anyway, we came up with uh, seven or eight different points on the power of masterminding. And really that is about like your approach to being a member in a mastermind. If you're listening to this, you're probably in one. More than likely you're in one or you have been in quite a few, at least one. You may be looking to join another mastermind. A lot of people are in multiple masterminds, right? Uh, For different things. Uh, Or maybe you're looking to join a mastermind. And again, we're going to tell you all about Wealth Builders Collective, but we want to make sure whether you join us in Wealth Builders Collective or you are in some other mastermind, we want to make sure you're optimizing and maximizing that experience. So we're going to dive into some of these these points here. All right. You want to kick it off? Sure. Me too. I can kick it off. Um, I think, and we alluded to this a little bit at the beginning, um, but I think one of the things, if you're going to come into a mastermind, the biggest thing is come in with the intention of giving and pouring into other people. And I think what's important about this is for a number of folks to come in with that mentality, you have to be in the right mastermind, right? Because um, sometimes you pour in and you're like giving and uh, you're in a room with people who might not be your people, right? Or might not be the people who, uh, you know, you talk a lot about who's in your circle, who are like the five people that you're closest with or that you are bringing into your circle of influence or whatnot. And you want to make sure that your mastermind has people like that in there so that as you pour into them, it feel it's coming from a truly genuine, fun, delightful place. And there's synergy there almost mm-hmm. like even if they're they're not the person directly pouring back into you in that moment, it's like, you know, that being in this room, you pouring into everybody that you meet, you know, that it's coming back around and you're not even worried about it because you have confidence and trust in the type of people that are in the mastermind. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been one of the biggest things that has been a epic, like change in perspective for me as I've uh, gone to different masterminds and we started Wealth Builders is that in the past I'd be in a mastermind and it felt very much like we're all here to grow our businesses. Yeah. If you want to collaborate, maybe we'll like, I'll do a training for you or something. But like, I I didn't come in here to, to say like, Hey, let me pull you aside. I've actually done what you are trying to do. Let me just talk to you about it and give you some support or tips or, Oh my God, you want to do this? So-and-so, you know, I'm going to go back to Bob over here. Bob is doing that. You need to know Bob. And it's a completely different energy and uh, results coming from that sort of mastermind when you come in intentionally pouring into others. But I think it starts with having the trust that you're in the right space for that to be the goal or like the value that everybody's aligned in. It's like, we're all pouring into somebody. And if you can come into a mastermind with that mentality and in a mastermind setup for that, you'll have you know, endless possibilities of magic. I'll piggyback on that. And maybe this is point number two or like one B, you tell me, you know, something that I've also noticed about this particular mastermind, which is very different from what you and I are used to being a part of And most of you probably listening to this are very used to either running your mastermind this way or being in a mastermind where the person running it, the person who started it, they're the guru that everybody still wants to learn from. and something that you and I are really doing with Wealth Builders Collective, our mastermind, is we're really, we're transferring that power 
to the whole group, to the collective. Yeah. It's why it's called a collective. It's not, it's not the Megan and Nikki show. It's not about coming just to learn from us. It's not about like, let me come knit, you know, pick Megan and Nikki's brain on, tell me what you did. How did you get to where you are? How did you do what you did? Now, of course, we're going to share, we're going to share what worked for us. But again, it's not a group coaching program where we're the teacher sitting at the front of the room with this 84 step curriculum, just regurgitating what worked for us that may not work for anybody else. And that's really what you're talking about too. So the leader of this particular mastermind, he, you know, you want to, you want to join a mastermind where the leader has the giver's heart Yeah, and you want to know what's the goal, what is the intention and what are the values of the leader? What's the intention of their mastermind? Is the intention for them to sit on the throne and be your guru? Or is their intention to bring a group of people together who all want to be go-givers, who all want to come in and be a contributor, who all put other people first, who see themselves ultimately as a resource bank for each other? I mean, that's really what it is. It's a resource bank for each other. And honestly, you don't even have to step foot outside of that room. You don't have to step foot outside of that circle. There is someone in that room that has the marketing help for you, the branding help for you, the uh, funding help for you, the sales, the software, the consulting, the tools, the life coaching, the high performance, the everything. Uh, so I think you, you've got to be so clear on the type of leader you want to align with, the type of values you want to align with, the type of members who you want to align with, and be very clear on the type of person you are. And, you know, what we're doing with WBC is also shifting this perspective of, I join masterminds because I'm here to get, and you're here to give to me. No, you join a mastermind because you want to give and contribute to others And like you said, it's going to circle back around to you tenfold. A hundred percent. Yeah. And what I really, really loved about this experience is that, you know, some people go into these communities and feel, oh my gosh, there's somebody else who does what I do. And I think the beauty of it is coming in, realizing that, you know, just like in the world, there's so much room for business, right? Like you're not going to take someone in the room out of business and different people will vibe with your methodology, with who you are than others, but there is more than enough to contribute to other people. Like Meg and I met someone who has a similar clientele and similar part of their business as we do. And yet we spent time talking and we're sitting down and having conversations about, okay, how are you structuring your contracts or your deals or things like that, um, or your offerings with your clients so that we can learn from each other. Oh, you do retreats too. Here are some of our learnings. And there's no fear Mm -hmm. that it's like, oh my gosh, if I give you my secrets, you're going to take them and steal all of my opportunity. It's like, no, as we share knowledge, I'll share with you. You share with me. We both grow and rise Mm -hmm. and, you know, contribute to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got to look at our page here because you wrote down Okay. Let me go to another one. We're kind of already, we've, we've kind of alluded to this and the other, so this would be, I guess, like maybe number three. Um, when you go into a mastermind, part of the power of being in a mastermind, you know, Nikki and I have both mentioned, what if you saw the members of the mastermind and the mastermind as a whole, as a place where you could get everything you needed, where all the resources you could possibly need to reach your dreams, whether that is to make a certain amount of money, 
to eliminate the amount of time that you're working in your business to build generational wealth, which is our big aim in Wealth Builders Collective. Think of ways that you can collaborate with other people in the room. Could you create some sort of partnership? Could you do a venture together? Could you be joint venture partners? Could you be strategic partners? Could you form an alliance with one or or multiple different people in the room? So really come from that perspective. Again, I think we're We'll move on after this point because these points are all like, they really overlap and they're really similar. That's something that we haven't really seen in masterminds in the past that we've been a part of. Again, everybody's coming and sitting down with their notebooks and taking notes and then going off in their own business and then they're working on on implementing things. But nobody's actually collaborating with one another. Nobody's doing a deal together. Nobody's forming strategic alliances. No one is starting their own venture together. And I think the mentality sometimes of business owner business business owners it, that we've come across is I'm I own my business. I'm doing this all by myself. And if I form a partnership with someone else, then it's going to take from me. It can actually help you get to where you want to go a lot faster and with a lot more ease, and it's a lot more fun. It's why Nikki and I partner together. I mean, we've got an actual LLC set up together. We are business partners. That doesn't mean you can't do other things ever. Like Nikki may go off and have 15 other business partners with 15 other business ventures. I may go do that as well. And that's okay. And that's something that we saw a lot of in the room that we were just in. Nobody just had, I shouldn't say nobody. A lot of people don't just have one business. They have multiple businesses, but they're not running all those businesses by themselves. They're actually running them with other people. Yeah. Or they're selling them or they're exiting, you know, so it's really cool. So think of ways that when, when you're in the mastermind, pay attention to that, pay attention to the opportunity. And ultimately that's really thinking like a business owner. It's thinking in, in it's being a business strategist. It's thinking in that way. So, you know, go into it looking at ways that you could actually partner with other people. You know, I'm not saying you need to rush into anything, but just look at what's possible when you think that way. Yeah. And I think uh, the next point kind of brings us to, I don't know what number we're at night now. I'm going to say like four. four. Yeah. We're going to go with four um, and it's not four on our list. So that's why this is going to go real rogue. But I think to that point, another thing to build on is to really understand that in masterminds, you have to build relationships first. Like Meg and I, even though there was definitely synergy in terms of what you did and what I like, what you do and what I do and coming together, I don't think if on day one when we met, we'd be like, yeah, let's be business partners and merge our things together. Mm-hmm. Like we built a relationship first for we seven were, years. We were friends for seven years. And it doesn't necessarily have to take that long for you to like build a relationship and decide to work together, but you definitely need the relationship first. And I think sometimes, and I had this experience. Um, in other communities, and it's you, you'll probably experience it anywhere where it feels like an interrogation of, are you worth me talking to? As opposed to, let me get to know you as a human being. Let me understand, like we met with folks and we know like their most intimate parts of their lives, like things that they've been through, things that they probably don't share publicly at all or with a number of other people, but it's because there was trust and relationship building at the event. And I think it's so important to remember to build relationships first. And yes, you may have an end goal of, I want people to refer me. I want more business. I want that. That's great. But almost take that out of your mind right now, because you don't know who knows someone who could connect you. And I've personally felt it where folks were like, oh, you're not my the specific person I'm looking for. Bye. And I'm like, yeah, but I actually know 10 of them. And I could have helped you, but you were too busy trying to 
interview me to see if I was worth talking to. But had you gotten to know me, we would have built a relationship and I would have felt comfortable actually connecting you with the exact person that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Love it. All right. Well, in the spirit of time, I'm going to keep moving on here. Yeah. So the other one is get to know as many people as possible instead of sticking with your click. And this can happen in person at the live events. So if there are live events or in-person retreats that are associated with the mastermind that you're in, you can get to know people there. You know, we were just in a room with 150 people. I absolutely did not meet everybody in that room. I did not talk to 150 people. And I don't know about you, Nikki, but I typically, my normal like default is I'm just going to find like five people and just like stick with my five because that's my comfort zone. And I didn't do that this time. I I met at least, I'd say 40. I probably met at least 40, maybe 50 people between dinners, between being introduced, networking in the lobby during the cocktail hour at the end of the day. But it was just try to find as many people as possible to get to know sit with somebody different every day at lunch. I mean, we happen to sit down at the table today at lunch and just so happens we're sitting beside a guy who does something really similar to us. And it was a fantastic conversation. Never judge a book by its cover either. I mean, I think as women, especially when we were in all women's groups, we get on those Zoom calls and we see all the Zoom squares and you're sizing each other up. You're you're thinking about what's everybody thinking about me? Am I enough to be here? Do I really belong here? Do people like me? Do they want to talk about me? But we're also looking at everybody else and we're judging them. And then we really do it in person. We're looking at someone's hair or their makeup or their clothes or how they're acting. And you make assumptions about them very fast. And I I think women are a bit more quick to do that. I'm not saying men don't do it at all because I think we're all like similar in a lot of ways. But I think women are very quick to do that and they stick in their comfort zone way too much and you're missing so many opportunities. So it's you definitely do that at the live events. Make sure you go to them. And the other thing too, if you're in a mastermind, most masterminds are probably a year long, set up one-on-one calls with as many people as you possibly can in that group. You don't have to meet with every single person, but in a year's time, if you're in a group with 20 or 50 Let's say there's 50 people, you're connecting with one person a week. Uh, But you also do want to be strategic about that. So there is some strategy behind identifying people in the group who has a personality and a business where you might actually have synergy with. But look for that. Be on the lookout for that. Um, Tell people who you want to connect with, and maybe they can do the connecting. But again, this really does circle back around to the spirit of being a contributor And being a member who's going to make the mastermind what the mastermind actually is, and not just looking up to the leader to make all the decisions and do all the things and tell you how you have to operate, go into it with the spirit of getting to know as many people as you possibly can. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that was probably like a couple of points in one, which was magic. And so I would say number, I'm going to go with like possibly number seven or six at this point, but is to really choose when you are looking for a mastermind for a community where you can go in and potentially have everything that you need, like one, two, six degrees away, just by the people that you connect with in the room is to make sure that when you choose that mastermind, you're choosing the leader not because you idolize them or you want to learn from them or you want to be them. That could be part of the reason why, but choose it because you know that the people that they're bringing together are aligned on values, on like vision, on being givers. There's that complete alignment. And what's really interesting 
um, sitting in this mastermind is there would be people that were speaking or saying things. And I wanted to cheer because I'm like, yes, somebody who gets me. But then I realized that the whole room was like that. And I was like, good thing I'm not up here being the woo girl because I kind of felt like being it. But it's it's like I found my folks. I found my people. And so when you're able to do that, this is like one of those masterminds where people have been in it for four or five years. Like, for years, like from the time it started to today. And I think it's because they found their people, they've found people that they can build relationships with. And they know that as everybody meets new people and everybody is growing and rising together and pouring into each other, it's like infinitely valuable. Like I'm, I know speaking to people that the mastermind itself for them is way more valuable than what they're paying for it because of the relationships, the collaborations, the deals, the this, and and truly just the uh, personal friendships. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We have anything else on our list that we didn't get to? Um, I think those are those are the things. Yeah, I think we covered it. Yeah, I think we covered it. Um, Well, let's do this, Nikki. We have mentioned Wealth Builders Collective a couple of times. This is uh, the the main reason why you and I came together. You know, the name of our company company is Wealth Builders Collective. We have our own mastermind, air quotes, mastermind called the Wealth Builders Collective. And it's got a a lot of, it's got all the elements that we're talking about here. It's got some of the elements that are in the mastermind we just talked about. It's it's got an education element. One of the things that we were really particular about, and we have mentioned this, we've alluded to this, is that we want the experts who are teaching inside the group, whether that's at the retreats or it's on calls where you're you're doing like a little 15 to 30 minute segment on a call, or we have you do a longer workshop, maybe a 90 minute workshop or a half day workshop for the rest of the group. You have to actually be a member of Wealth Builders Collective. We're not just going to bring in a bunch of experts every month to be guest experts and, and do a 60 minute webinar that's really a pitch inside of it. I'm sure we might bring in like some sort of cool keynote at events in the future. Who knows? Uh, but you really do have to be in there. We want we want the people in the room to be your resource bank. So you want to go into a little bit of detail about what Wealth Builders Collective is, who it's for. We can talk about how to get in touch with us and, and learn more about it too. Absolutely. And I think, you know, for Meg and I, the vision of Wealth Builders Collective really came from just so that you get kind of how this started. Uh, the realization that so many people in the industry that we've built our businesses in that like coaching, education, information-based industry is on, I'm going to teach you how to make money. And we learned how to make money and then we made money. And it didn't matter if we were making, you know, $10, $10,000, like hundreds of thousands of dollars, didn't matter the size of our business. We still felt like we were running on the same freaking hamster wheel. And it got to a point where it's like, Nope, we're breaking, we're breaking, we're just jumping off of the hamster wheel and breaking it because there's got to be a different way. Yeah, we just felt like you're, you just felt like the hamster wheel was getting bigger. Yeah. Like a bigger wheel to, to keep running on. Yeah. Yeah. And if anything ever happened to us, if we ever wanted to exit the business or anything, it's like we would have no other source of income because everything was reliant on the machine running on this hamster wheel running. And so one of the things that we talked about is, being super important for us is to help help people and support people and being able to um, create wealth in ways like lever- grow their business, build an amazing business, build something that they love, and then use some of the funds from that from what they're making to invest in other opportunities and truly create wealth. And I think it's when you really think about it, it's almost the opposite of what people in the mastermind 
that we were just in are doing. They started in real estate, made money, and then they're like, oh, let's build a coaching education arm because they see the value in having both. And we're like, hey, no, like build your coaching business and then look at opportunities, whether it's investing in real estate, investing in other businesses, um, building a portfolio of, you know, financial investments, different things along those lines. And so the premise of Wealth Builders Collective, to make this long story short, is to help you build a profitable business to the size, scale, and manageability that you desire, right? Like build your dream business and use it to fund the wealth that you're creating to create generational wealth. Yeah. And to do that, look, you know, to your point, Nikki, and you and I have been in the coaching industry a long time. We've been coached by a lot of experts and business coaches. And I've, I've only been in rooms up until this point. I've only been in rooms where you're being taught how to make money, how to make revenue. And so it seems like even when you and I have worked with clients in the past and the, the businesses that we've had and the programs that we've had, people are just very stuck on this idea of if I'm not making money, then. I've got to make money. Just show me how to make money. And then people get like kind of pissed off at you as a leader if or the coach if they're not making money. And here's what I want everybody to know. you Money's not that hard to make. Money is an endless resource that is never going to go away. It, you're never going to run out of money. For as long as you are here on this earth, you're never going to not have access to piles of money. Here's what you are not always going to have access to though. And here's what is like going away very fast. Time and your health and well-being. And if you don't have those two things, then what's the point in having the money? And so some of you may be thinking, well, I'm on one of these hamster wheels, no matter what size it is, like you're on that hamster wheel. I don't have the time or I'm like burned out. Like I'm just, I'm putting myself last. When it comes to me, when it comes to my self-care, I'm putting myself last. How on earth am I going to come in and and structure and maybe like reimagine or reinvent my business so that I can build towards generational wealth. And a huge part of our focus is taking you through different concepts and ideologies and activities and exercises where you are figuring out how to better leverage your time and how to take better care of your health, not just from a bubble bath perspective. Like I don't even take bubble baths. So I'm not, you might, and that's fine, but (laughs) I'm not going to teach you to go take a bubble bath if that's what you want to go do, but like really taking care of your body so that you are in tip top shape when you're 40, when you're 50, when you're 60, and you're not making so much money in your business working to the bone that you can't even enjoy what you're doing because you don't have time or you don't have the, have the money. It's really about finding, it's really about helping you build choice. What do you want to do with your time and with your money? And you've got the choice to do that. It's, it's beyond, we are talking beyond financial freedom here. Yeah beyond financial freedom. We we do not want to help you just be financially free. We want you to have total freedom of choice. A hundred percent. And the only thing I'd add to that is just that ability and it ties to time to spend your time with the people that matter most to you. Because the one thing that's consistent with everyone is that we all leave this planet at some point and you want to make sure that you have the time to spend it with the people that you care the most about. And so with that being said, We've built Wealth Builders Collective to help you do these things, to help you figure out how to run your business in a way that's aligned and creates the types of freedoms that you desire, that true choice to how you want to spend your time, your energy, your resources, and create something that will not only um, fund your life forever, but your 
children's lives or the next generation or things like that. And you're creating something that is, has true legacy mm-hmm. to it. And so um, if you are someone who is uh, already established in their business, right? Like you've already created a six-figure business, a seven-figure business. You're like someone who's, hey, I've built something, right? And you are going, I even though I've built something that I love, or maybe in this moment, you want to burn it down and you don't love it so much, but you've built something that is proven, right? You know you how to get clients, you know how to make money, but you're like, I can't keep doing this because it's not, it's not going to end well, right? I'm either going to burn this down or, you know, scale it down because I can't keep running this way. And you truly want that freedom of choice. You truly desire that ability to create wealth. And honestly, you have to be somewhat interested in it or excited by it. You may not know Jack about real estate, right? Like Meg was like, I don't know Jack about real estate and I, and it's okay, right? Because you don't have to know everything right now. You don't even have to know everything to create generational wealth, to be honest, Mm -hmm. but you're in a community where you will have the resources and the access and the tools to build the business the way you want to build it and to create generational wealth. And so that is what Wealth Builders Collective is all about. It's for women who truly desire to be in that sort of community where you're pouring into other folks. And you may think like, oh, I don't know anything about real estate or investments. No, like you're pouring into others with what you do know that could help them with their business, with their life, with their health. It doesn't matter because we are looking at um, wealth holistically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to help you get to a place where you've got the funds to be able to do something with it mm-hmm. in the category of generational wealth, and then you'll be on your way. So do we have an application page? You know, if you head to the wealthbuilderscollective.com forward slash apply, then you can head there and apply for Wealth Builders Collective. Awesome. And that'll be in the show notes. And again, that is the, so T-H-E, yep. the wealthbuilderscollective.com forward slash apply. It's in the show notes. Um, submit, submit your application. Nikki and I will review it. We will be in touch with you. Then we'll probably have a conversation just to get to know each other better, make sure all of our synergies align and it's a good fit for you. It's a good fit for us. And it's it's a good fit for the people who are currently in the group and, and where we're all headed together. So Take care of that. This was awesome. So much fun. Glad we could do this. Agreed. Yeah. All right, everyone. Remember between now and our next episode, design a business and life that is built to last. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.